Whether you're starting a company or knee deep in one, everyone needs an exit strategy. But I know that many of you aren't even thinking that far ahead yet because you're still in the thick of things, in the thick of growing your business. But I'm here to tell you that no matter where you are on the scale, you should always be thinking of your exit. Whether that looks like selling, stepping back and installing leadership, or passing the business on to a family member, you should have a solid exit plan in place to avoid any hiccups or confusion. Your business is an asset that you have invested time, energy, and yes, money into. It has revenue streams that support your salary, pays a profit, and supports your employees. And if you're doing it right, it's increasing in value year to year. Planning your exit is the most commonly overlooked and the most difficult decision an entrepreneur has to make. It means you are transitioning into the next phase of life or business. Whether you're leaving altogether or dramatically changing your role or involvement, it's important for you to carefully evaluate your business plan, strategy, and vision to determine what a favorable and lucrative exit looks like. Today, I'm talking with Sankitha Selvaraja, and we're going to break down the finer points of planning your exit. She'll be talking about what an exit strategy is, how to plan one, the vital components of a strategy, and who should be included in the strategy planning. But first, ask yourself two questions. Have I thought about what life after this business looks like? And how can I make sure that when I walk away from it, I'm sitting in a great financial position? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job-creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at MogulChicks using the hashtag MogulChicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. Today's topic is all about the importance of planning your exit. Today, I'll be talking with the fabulous Sankitha Selvaraja. She's an attorney, investor, consultant, and managing attorney of Selvaraja Law, 
which is a civil transactional firm located in Boston, Massachusetts. Her practice has an emphasis on general business law and mergers and acquisitions. Her primary role is as a strategic advisor to clients and liaison to outside vendors. She has served as a frequent speaker and panelist on corporate formation and risk management for the Massachusetts Continuing Legal Education, Boston Bar Association, Lawyers Weekly, Real Estate Bar Association, Connecticut Bar Association, and the American Bar Association. She is the founder of biz2.co, a business educational platform designed to assist small businesses and startup founders with short-term and long-term strategic planning through subject-specific seminars and corporate coaching. Sankitha is licensed to practice law in New York and Massachusetts. So let's jump right into it. So exit strategies. Today I have my expert guest. She's going to talk to you all about exit strategies and why it's important for you to have an exit strategy. I don't care if you're just starting out in your business or if you're midway in your business or you're kind of in the sunset of your business thinking, what's my next move from here? So exit strategies is a timely conversation that we're going to talk about right now. Thanks for joining me, Sankita. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. This is a great conversation. I'm always finding people to align with to have these conversations because I'm the boring person at cocktail parties. Like, what's your exit? What's going well, on in your that. life? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's you and me in the corner. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's just jump right into it. What is an exit strategy? I know that's a, a scary term to a lot of people. They're like, what? I left my business. I don't want to leave yet. What is an exit strategy? Your exit strategy is just that. What is your strategy to exit your leadership of your company? Two things. And the second thing is, what is the your strategy for exiting your company in the sense that your company is either dissolved or sold or acquired or merged with another company? So there's two parallel paths here. Your leadership and your exit of that company and then your company's next step. Okay, so I think this is where people get um, kind of confused is like, well, if I leave the company, then there's no company. Oh, big red flag. You are not your company. Okay, you are a whole separate being. You're the person that probably came up with the company or you currently lead it. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people get that mistaken. If first I tell people, if you feel that you are the company and it ends when you leave, then something is terribly wrong. You haven't been doing your job right as a CEO. You need to be laying that foundation so that you can eventually lead. That's why we have succession plans, which we'll talk about another time. So how important is it to have an exit strategy, no matter what level you are in your business? Well, I'm the outlier here where I think you should have your exit strategy before you start. So actually, you want to exit before you start in that Mm -hmm. sense. And the reason being because it allows you to set the course of your company for the next while. So you're never really guessing as to how to scale. When you have your exit strategy, by default, you know how to scale. Okay. Because you've got those steps on there. And most people are like, well, lady, I just started this company. Okay. And I'm just figuring it out. The first year is crazy and so forth. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be sexy. It just needs to be, okay, in five years, I want to sell this company to this conglomerate, or I want to you know, keep it for my son or my daughter to carry on, or something in that nature where you can see your exit in the horizon. That's what that is. So it's kind of like your North Star, your next year or the year after or 12 month plan, 24 month plan should not be your North Star. Uh That is your guiding light, but your North Star is your exit strategy, is your actual exit date. When I say exit strategy, it's a whole equation here, right? 
So mm -hmm. that just means like exit strategy, exit plan, they're synonymous. What that means is the exit date and the dollar amount that you want to leave the company, sell the company or merge the company or dissolve the company and take what's left. Like I'm going to dissolve the company and it's worth $5 million. I want to leave in five years. Mm -hmm. Right, right. As simple so as that. That's a, a good point because I, you mentioned about whether you're going to pass it on to like your heirs, your next generation. I think a lot of people think an exit strategy means that's it, I'm done, shut down the business, I'm closed, and that's it. They don't think about grooming like their heirs, their children, right. or right. nieces and nephews or whoever. So that's an important point to, to talk about. Um, I want to get into that in a minute, but how many different types of exit are there? Because I know that in the VC community, we talk about exit in terms of investors, like getting their money yeah. when the company sells or explodes in revenue or whatever. But how many actual types of exits are there that you should be thinking about? There's generally, there's a few. Okay, number one is sell. You sell your company to someone else. Okay, your entire company. There's two types of sales. A purchase sale agreement where you sell the company and the assets. And then there's an asset sale agreement where the company's assets are the only things being sold. So there's two separate things there. Then there's a merger where you, it's kind of like an elevated joint partnership where you take your company and another person's company and you put them together and you create a whole merger. Okay, that's that. Acquisition is very simple to sale where somebody acquires you, they swallow you up. Okay, mm -hmm. that's one part. That's almost the same thing as sale. And then there's dissolution. Dissolution is you basically dissolve the company, sell off the assets to different people, doesn't have to be one buyer, or you just basically, you know, it's a fire sale. And then you basically get rid of everything and you recoup the money or the uh, in-kind type of um, valuation for yourself as well. So the company and the assets are no more, nobody owns it. Okay, those are the main ones you need to be concerned about. Sale, merger, dissolution. Okay. Okay, so three major types. Okay. Yeah. So as a CEO, yeah. what are some of the things I should be considering when I start thinking about planning my exit strategy? What are the major points I should be looking at? So it's also about how far you want the company to go. Okay. Where are you going to be at at that point? Um, how long you want to have your leadership attached to that company, because we're talking about you or the company at that point. So you have to make sure, uh, obviously those paths are going to be parallel for a while, especially if you're running the company, but there are two exits you have to think about. One, how long do you want to run your company? How long do you want to be the leader of this company? All right. That's the main one. And that goes to your personal subjective desires as like, I want to retire in five years, but the company can still go on. I can just send, give it to my my kids or, you know, so I, I'll groom someone to take it over what you were mentioning your succession plan. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, you know what, I want to run it until I sell it for X amount of dollars. Okay. So again, there's a parallel path here. You just have to decide at what point your leadership ends and the company still goes on or also exits at that round. Right. Okay. 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 And should you involve your employees in your exit plan? Um, I know that sometimes companies won't do that. And one day someone says, Hey, we're owned by someone else. Here's your new pink slip or whatever. Yeah. I'll see how far advanced in the planning should you involve your employees? 
So it depends on how you run your company, right? How you manage your company. Some people are employee centric where they actually involve their employees in their conversations. Like, you know, um, Sarah Blakely, who ran Spanx, she was very employee centric. And you can see in the way that when she exited, she also, you know, uh, sent them, uh, you know, first class tickets as well as $10,000. But keep in mind, a lot, uh, too many cooks in the kitchen do spoil the pot. Okay. So you want to be very careful in just bringing in the owners at this point to decide how you're going to exit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it could be yourself or your board members or, you know, your advisory board, and they could kind of define as to how you should be exiting as well. Mm -hmm. Our main rule of thumb is you can involve your employees, but generally not until you have something concrete in motion. Okay. But it also depends on how you run your company. If you're already transparent already and saying, hey, we're looking to be acquired in about five years, it could be a galvanizing point too. It could be saying, hey, let's get our company assets up so that we can sell our company for, right? So at this point, the entire company is invested in this goal. You could decide to do it like that. Or it could be a very, it could be a, you know, a very executive decision that you only bring the owners and the decision makers in on that. And then when something has basically solidified, you can talk to your employees about the ramifications of that. Okay. Bar none, the main rule of thumb though is mm-hmm. when things, it should not be a surprise to the employees on the day of the sale. That's just bad management on many ends. Okay. Bad leadership, bad management. And it's just, you know, professionally not good to not give them that kind of um, advanced notice. Well, up, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because you want to also know if there is a sale, part of the assets that's being acquired is the employee contract. Right. Some people don't want to, maybe they don't want to work for the new management. You mm-hmm. want to give them that leeway as well too, okay? And say, here's our options. Here's what's happening. We are currently under contract for a potential sale, okay? Mm-hmm. Your contract may be transferred over. We can have this discussion. Your legal team will obviously be ahead of this if it's a good legal team. And also your um, own advisory board will also plan for the post-sale acquisition and the, um, the points that have to be completed. Right, absolutely. So mm-hmm. tell me who should be involved. You said um, your advisory board, your management team. Uh, talk about like your external that needs to be involved in this exit plan? So when I say advisory board, what that means, there's a back end and there's a front end. Most people have one advisory board and they operate as both, okay? So the back end is your technical people, the numbers people. So we're talking about your lawyer, your accountant, mm-hmm. your banker, if anything, your insurance agent, anybody that is involved with the protection of your company. Right, okay. They're also part of your um, acquisition or sale team too, same mm-hmm. people. When you think about it, anytime numbers are involved or forward movement in that sense, that's also where they are. Right. Um, then there is the, the what we call, um, not the numbers people, but the, the software or the, um, the marketing people, you know, they're f- customer facing. These are mm-hmm. your marketing, your sales, your deliverables, you know, those type of people that a, push the products for, further. The back end protects your products, okay, protects your assets and your profit. The front end goes out and makes that profit. Right. Okay. So there, there could be different versions of that, or you might not have a front end and you could just have the back end, which is just the numbers people by default. Mm-hmm. They could be your advisory board too. There's many different ways to skin this cat and call the cat as well too, right? Mm-hmm. So you could have all these people come up and comprise a board, whatever it is, these people are your sounding board to talk about your future decisions. All right. 
your management team is your C-suite. So that could be you're the CEO, your, um, your CTO, your tech person, your CMO, your marketing person, your um, COO, your operations person. So whoever is in charge of running the company on the day-to-day basis. Your advisory board comes in maybe monthly or maybe quarterly as well, okay? They're kind of the 30,000 foot um, advisory board that takes a look at how everything's going. That's their power. That's really Uh their power, right? To be able to look at the big picture and say, hey, here's what's happening on the horizon. These are the issues that could come up and this is what you need to look for, okay? Whereas the management team is in the day-to-day, the grind, you know, the thick of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you and I had a conversation last week and we talked about the pre-work before the exit, when people come to you and either it'll go one of two ways, one they'll move forward with it or one they'll say, you know what, I really am not ready. If someone were to call you today and say, hey, I'm thinking about starting my exit plan, my exit strategy. What are some things they need to keep in mind when coming to you or any really any attorney in sitting down for the first time for this conversation? We're going to, it's a simple question. Why, why Mm -hmm. do you want to sell? Okay. Like, what's your motivation? We sound like we're in acting school, right? We're Mm -hmm. like, what's your motivation for selling? What's the reasons to exit? What's really going on here? Do you want to exit the management of the company or do you actually want to sell the company? Remember two separate questions. Mm -hmm. And so what we find was 10 times out of 10 people come in and they think that they are the company. Uh And so we've got to separate that in their psyche and really ask what their leadership means and then the evolution of their company. Right. That's the difference here. So that's a real, you know, and that could be just take a cup of coffee, you know, sit down with like, you know, or wine, whatever, no judgment (laughs) on your beverage of choice and sit down and think about why or how you want your leadership to look like from this company and whether you want to exit the company or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people come to us and I have a conversation with them. And at the end of that, like 60 minute call, they're like, you know, I don't want to sell my company. Right. That's okay too. That might be the best move. It is that they needed motivation that they needed to actually scale to the next level. Okay. Because they're like, I don't want to exit. I think I just want to get take to the break. next level and see, take a break maybe, yeah. or just, you know, give up the reins for a bit. Or maybe my motivations for selling weren't really professional, but they were personal. Maybe I was trying to exit something as well. People run their companies the way they run their personal lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said that. I can't, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't stress that enough. And it comes out in these conversations, especially around sale, because it is the separation of who you are. And keep in mind, it's, it is actually a big emotional decision. It's an emotional as well as a professional decision in the fact that your identity is tied up with the company that you sell or that you run at that point, right? I am a lawyer. I am a business owner. I am, I own X incorporated and so forth. So the closer your identity is attached to them, the more emotional it is to separate that. And so this is all starts with you before you come to us. It all starts with you. Mm-hmm. So when all of that is clarified, because that, that's that's very important, you have to do that pre-work first. You have to really sit down and dig in and decide, hey, this is why I really want to sell and really look yeah. at all of the, the logical reasons behind it instead of the emotional ones. Once they've right. gotten through that hurdle, that's when your work really begins, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, we also dig through that through our discovery call as well. We're discovering or co-creating your discovery together to see whether this is what you really want to do. Some of that is we have a masterclass coming up where it is 
we tell you how to get your exit plan and how by default you can scale with that. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not as hard as people think. Um, and when they do decide, if they decide, hey, you know what, this is great. I want to sell my company. I'm ready to move to the next step. OK, we're like, OK, great. So this is where now we the real work starts. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited. So you guys yeah. need to, I hope you've been taking notes as you've been listening to this. If you're listening to the replay, this is very important. You don't have to be a certain size. You don't have to be at a certain stage. You can start your exit planning at any time. And this, this is the perfect time. If you haven't thought about it before, this is the perfect time to start mapping out what that looks like for you. What is your exit? What, what do you think your succession plan should be? What do you think your big picture exit looks like for you. Some people are lucky to hit the jackpot and, and cash out with millions and millions of dollars, you know, but you have to do that pre-work in advance to make sure that you're selling or exiting for the right reason. So talk a little bit about uh, the things that you have coming up with the masterclass and any other things that you have coming up on the horizon that could help people. Okay. Yeah. So our program is really called, my company is called Zensic. And what that means is the exit should be Zen. Okay, in that sense. Um, and the VIP day is called Exit Ready VIP. The whole goal of that is to be consistently ready for your exit. Okay. So, what we do is we have a discovery call. You know, anybody's welcome to sign up for it. And then we'll sit down through it. And then you'll be directed to a masterclass. Either you can see it on your own or you'll be sent to it before our call. And basically, we talk about it. It's the pre work, it's the finding out what the exit plan is what the questions I just brought up right now and more so will be asked on the masterclass for you to dive, dig deep. You do it on your own time. You know, you can pause me, rewind me, whatever you need. And then when we get to the call, we now talk through that. And when we talk through that, make a decision whether you want to move forward with planning your exit. Okay. If you do decide to do so, and again, there's no judgment. It all comes at the time that you're ready to do so. Um, we sit down, maybe we plan out two days, it's two VIP days all included, okay? The reason being is I like a certain level for myself to marinate on and do my own research on what is the best possible exit for you. Right. So the first day before that, there's a whole lot of questionnaires that get sent out to you. Take a look at all your assets, you know, your profit loss statement, what are your goals? What are your motivations? What are your problems? What are your situations here, okay? I'm a trained mergers and acquisitions attorney, so I'm already looking at it from, uh, a very clinical point of view, but I'm also looking at the future point of view as well. The first right. VIP day is we actually spend three hours together. That's it. We actually walk through your current assets. We take a look at things. We talk about what's working, what's not, what's really been the sticking point. We dig deep. Okay. So I'm taking mm -hmm. notes all this time. I'm looking through it because I have my own perceptions of what's happening. Right. Okay. We take a look at your industry. We look at, take a look at your sector and say, uh, where are you now planning to go? Now, you're the one that comes and tells me what your exit plan is. And there's no judgment. It could be anywhere from you know $500,000 in a year to like $5 million in five years, okay? Mm -hmm. So once we know that, and I take a look at your assets, we can actively state, okay, from that point of five years, so 60 months from now, the clock starts. We go backwards now, okay? Mm -hmm. And then what I do is take all the information that I've got from your first VIP day, and I actually do the magic, whatever I can to go dig deep, do more research into your sector, where it's going. And I build out a two-year plan for you mm -hmm. week by week for the next two years. And we go from there. Okay. And then the second VIP day is when we go through that plan. Now 
I'm pretty savage, okay? So I'm looking at it clinically. I'm also looking at it from different points of view as well too. Mm -hmm. And um, we go through what is the best possible exit plan for the next two years to get you to that goal. Okay. I don't do anything beyond two years because life is fluid. Life like business is fluid. So yeah. anything can change. We're also still, quote unquote, in COVID. So there is a post-COVID economic era that we have to also account for. Right. Right? We didn't plan for a pandemic at this point. You know? mm -hmm. So we have to also say how different industries will shift during that time. Right. That second VIP day, we go into it. You might fight me. We might have some hard conversations. We might have to talk about firing certain we might have to talk about getting rid of some assets that are not building you revenue. The whole point of that is to create a plan where you are consistently bringing out revenue generating assets. So you right. start, you get rid of the busy work, the busy non-profitable work. Okay. Right. That's the part that people tend to get They're like, no, but I love my, you know, Friday meetings. I was like, are they making you money? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And if they are, if they bring you joy, cool. Okay. There's sometimes I've built up plans where I put every week, there's a self-care day uh -huh. for that person. Okay. Because that is going to make you money. Anytime that you rest or create, you know, your $10,000 hours is also where you're generating more ideas. You cannot generate when you are consistently stressed or uh, against the wall, tired. There's, <laughs> there's no science has ever supported that. Okay. So for that reason, there's a lot to take in. And then after that day, you get a 30-day check-in. I, I want to see, are you doing this week by week? That would have meant that all four weeks you would have had. We want to take a look at it. And then we adjust and tweak at that end. So we change some of the variables. We talk about what your projected projections would look like as well, too. Okay. It's a trip. Okay. It's a trip. And but it's you know, needed though. It's very much needed. A lot of, I bet you I a would, lot of people don't, a lot of, I'm going to step out of limits, say this, and please don't give me hate mail people. A lot of women <laughs> are not thinking about this. So no. this is very much needed. I'm so glad that you're doing this, this master. Yeah, no, actually this started off as a random necessity. I was looking for something like this. I go, what if there was something like this that we could give our clients or send it to clients? I couldn't find it. So I created it. That's the way it has to be. A lot of times yeah. we do that. We have to make the space. We find the space where there's a void. We fill that yeah. void with what we think we need or what we know that the world needs. So right. absolutely. I'm very, very excited about this. When is this via, this masterclass coming up? So the masterclasses were uh, filming and should be out by uh, Thanksgiving. So okay. anybody that's signing up for the discovery call will get it sooner or later. Um, but the thing is, that's officially coming out and they'll be attached to every discovery call after that. Okay. So we're launching that. Yeah. So okay. getting that out there for that. And I might actually just do it, um, you know, as a standalone anyway for people to have it because everybody should have an exit plan. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't necessarily have to sign up for my discovery call. But the idea is every business owner should have an exit plan in some fashion. OK. And yeah. if we can teach that to every business owner, then more companies would be scaling with purpose and direction. Mm -hmm. And not be caught up to the economy's, you know, ups and downs, right? Like you become the North Star aligned with your exit plan at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when I tell people, create your own economy. That way you don't have to worry about what's going on in this. Amen, lady. Amen. <laughs> I am with you on that. Okay. I'm like at that point. That. Yes. Yeah. Because so. then you stand on your solid ground, right? You're Absolutely. not waiting for somebody else's earthquake. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't do well with relying on other people. So I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So tell me what else do you have coming up? Any books yeah. anything so that the people can go and buy it? So, uh, you know, what's coming up is this is a, 
a new company, but the premises and everything we've been doing, we've been doing for years. Okay. Mm. So what we did was just basically created a, a 30,000 foot lookout. So this is, uh, we're doing something, we're adding more value every, gosh, every month to this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we check in right after you have your, you know, your last 30 day check-in, you have the option for quarterly check-ins with us to okay. keep you on track. Okay. And um, we're also coming up with like a group mastermind. So with other like-minded exit minded people, right? Where do people, you hear growth minded or growth scale mm -hmm, or growth mm -hmm. is and so forth. Okay. And these are just examples. I'm not copyright infringing. Just, I'm just saying that these examples are out there, mm -hmm. but no one talks about exit minded groups. Yeah. Like how, you know, just let's make it a norm that it's like, how are you planning your exit? How are you doing on mm -hmm. that? Okay. Most people's ideas, exit strategies, keeping a pair of flats in their bag when they're wearing heels to go out, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. So this is the one where like, no, because then you keep your eye on the prize and anything that comes down that road doesn't deter you because you're like, nah, this isn't, you know, this isn't what I want. Um, so in that round, this, um, at the end of November, because right now in the beginning of November, we are doing something for Black Friday. And the only way you can get access to this if you are on our newsletter. And by default, if you sign up for a discovery call with us, you are mm -hmm. part of the newsletter. Okay, there will be a consent there. But um, we're going to be giving you access to plan out your 2022 by putting a deposit. So you can just put on a deposit and then you retain your 2021 prices. So you have up to 90 okay. days to book your VIP day once you put the deposit down, okay? So we're extending that and we're also adding a three-month accountability call as well too on top of the 30-day check-in as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we are adding that because uh, this is one of those things. It's one of my motivations, my personal motivations anyway, is to mm. get people to really start focusing on their exit to really, really effectively scale. And Absolutely. keep in mind, None of this is in stone, mm -hmm. right? Like we didn't slash our wrists here and use the blood to make this. We didn't, okay? What we are talking about is creating a plan that you can adjust and tweak as the market and as your own goals grow throughout mm -hmm. the years, okay? So this is a living business plan. Really, this is what this is. Okay. Your exit plan is really a living business plan. Okay. That's a yeah. good point too, because we, I, I, I forgot to even touch on that because when we think, some people think exit, they think final. That's it. I know. But, no, right, no. It's a moving, living, breathing plan that you're, that you're addressing as you go. And going back to the first point that we talked about, there are two paths here. Your leadership as you as an individual and you as a CEO leading this and the company's uh, plan, right? right? The idea is if you were brilliant enough to come up with the idea for this company or brilliant enough to be, you know, hired to run this company. Mm -hmm. What makes you less brilliant to come up with more ideas? Okay. You are capable of creating more companies and more ideas to lead and become a serial entrepreneur and go on to do greater things, right. you know, or different versions of yourself. Right. So this is the reason why we're always pushing for, Hey, this is just one portion of your journey. This mm -hmm. company is not your life. This company is not your baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's actually your Secretary of State's baby because they're the ones that are holding the incorporate <laughs> or LLC status for you. Okay, yeah. um, but you're just holding the bank account. So right. you just have to decide at what point your leadership shifts to another one, another company, or another venture in your own life. So it's mm -hmm. a great way to plan your exit of your company. It's also a great way to really think about what the next level of your life is going to be too. 
Absolutely. I'm yeah. so glad we had this conversation. Yeah. Hopefully those of you who are listening have gotten a lot of aha moments out of this. And if you have any questions at all, now, first, before I say that, let me, I'm, I'm usually tell people, tell them how to reach you, but yeah. give that disclaimer about where you can and can't work with clients. Okay. So this is a national company. So this is just consulting, by the way. You will need an attorney in your state of your company's incorporation or your wherever your company is being sold to or your your client. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is purely a business strategist, purely business consult. I am not your attorney, um, and nothing that we create or engage in should be considered attorney-client relationship. I am a attorney in a sea of competent other business attorneys mm-hmm. that you can also find to help you with your business legal issues. What we're doing is giving you the strategy to work on your business as well. Right. Do you give referrals to out-of-state attorneys? I do. I do. do. We're actually working on a database as well so that that could work. And we just work with um, business attorneys and M&A attorneys as well, too. And it is a type of special, it's a specialty in the sense, but you just need a business attorney that has done purchase and sale agreements or mergers or joint mm-hmm. ventures, or it has dissolved a company. So it, right. it, you, it wouldn't go to a criminal defense attorney unless he also did business transactions. Such as right. So be, be specific about that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, and also mm-hmm. we have a, a list of attorneys, not all across the country, but in a lot of different cities where we yeah. can refer you to, but so tell them where you are licensed. Yeah. To okay. Work. So uh, my law firm is licensed in Massachusetts and New York. It's Selvaraja Law PC. And uh, if you are in the grand states of Massachusetts and New York, I'm happy to oblige and represent you as an attorney in that state. However, if you are not, I can refer you to someone that right. might be able to assist you. Right. So with that said, on the consulting side, how can they reach yes. you? <laughs> so on the consulting side, um, I will drop a link. I'll give it to Adrian mm-hmm. about uh, how to sign up for our discovery call. Okay, discovery call is free, so you can explore it together, but uh, we always ask that you come prepared for that. A lot of people wait to take this discovery call until they're ready to have it, okay? And there's no judgment, and if you, it's your choice to also record it as well, okay? Mm-hmm. So I give you that choice, uh, and then you can take it and use it as you need, and then we go from there. Right. How long is the discovery call? 60 minutes. Okay. Yep. Okay. And bring tissues too, because this could be an emotional tearjerking <laughs> session. Because I will lie, there's, there's been some tears. There's right. been some tears. As yeah. we both mentioned, it business can get personal for a lot of people, especially for women. It's we're, we're kind of tied. Well, not yeah. me, but we're kind of tied to our right. businesses. So yeah, it can get a little bit of, a, of an emotional thing. You can also find her on Facebook. Where else? LinkedIn, and where else can they find you on social media? So you can find me, Sankita, at sankita.esq on IG, as well as on Facebook. And um, my companies are Selva Law PC and Startup Docs. They're separate companies. This one is Zensei, and this the only way you can get at me is through that link for the discovery call. Okay, this okay. is a high level, uh, very, very, you know, personal invite type of situation mm-hmm. here. So we keep this on a very exclusive level. to know basis, right. Yeah, so yeah because... The- yeah, you only find out about me in situations like this from trusted advisors such as yourself mm-hmm. or someone has referred you to us. 
Right. So down in the comments below, the link will be available for you to be able to book a discovery call with her. Um, once how I, 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 my mind just went blank. The newsletter is that invite only, or is there a link that or once they no, sign up? So the new when you sign up for a discovery call, you'll be attached to the newsletter. Okay. And that newsletter comes out, you know, once every two weeks, sometimes every uh, week if I'm feeling, you know, froggy, okay, and I've got some thoughts to get out, okay. Um, mm -hmm. But we talk about high-level thoughts about how to actually exit your company and ways to scale your company as well so that to maintain it. Um, and if you're not interested in that, you can always opt out. But it's also a great way to keep your exit fresh in your mind, okay? Mm -hmm. The idea is to really start you to start acclimating and aligning yourself with other exit-minded individuals as well okay this, it's a whole it's a go, whole goal shift you don't just come up with an idea to exit you now have to live it mm -hmm. absolutely okay. well with that said this will not be the last of the conversations that we have or that you will hear from Sankita we have some oh, yeah. in the pipeline and hope that she will come back to grace us with her expertise on business, all things, things business strategy. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your wisdom and your knowledge. And I look forward to connecting with you again. Thank you for having me and giving me this space to do so. I hope you've enjoyed my conversation with Sankitha. She has given you quite a few things to think about. I know you probably still feel unready for exit planning, but reach out to her at least to get the conversation started. What are some of the fears you have about exit planning? Leave your comments and let's get a conversation started. Make sure you're protecting your future by planning with the end in mind. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, and this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes. And if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at Mogul Chicks. And that's Mogul Chicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye.